Pedestrian deaths are up in Quebec, a BC worker fined for time theft, an employer charged in the deaths of six people, more than 2,000 markers found through ground penetration at the site of a former residential school, and charges suggested after the crowd crush death in Korea. Good morning. It's Friday, January 13th. It's a snow day in Quebec City. Here are your headlines. We start this morning in Quebec, where data has shown that in the first nine months of 2022, the number of collisions that involve pedestrians has increased by 15%. Responding to the spike, the premier of the province, Francois Legault, has asked Quebecers to drive better, especially in school zones. That should do it. 39 people died in 2022 from being hit by a motor vehicle, and the average age was just about 60. 140 pedestrians have been seriously injured, and that was an increase of 27% over 2021, and 1,289 pedestrians were minorly injured. The report by Henri Wallet Vezina at La Presse said that a coalition representing drivers, public transit users, cyclists, and pedestrians formally called on the government to finally develop a strategy for road safety. Now, over to BC, where the Civil Resolutions Tribunal has ruled in favor of a company ordering an employee to pay them $2,600 for something the Canadian press calls time theft. The employee made the claim against her employer, Reach CPA Inc., for wrongful dismissal. Reach CPA Inc. countersued the employee, arguing that her surveillance software didn't match up to her timesheets, aka she wasn't working as much as she claimed she had been. After the employees started working from home in 2021, the company installed spyware three months later. It tracked what she was doing on her computer and led the company to believe she wasn't being honest. The employee claimed that she didn't know how to use the software and that she had spent a lot of the time working on hard copy documents. The tribunal wasn't satisfied with this explanation as the company argued that she hadn't uploaded the resulting work that had been done, if that had been true. And... What I find really creepy is they argued that they were monitoring how much she was printing at home and the amount that she printed were not enough for her to be doing so much reading on paper. Now, this tribunal is not specifically a labor tribunal, even though it sets a precedent that legitimizes these kinds of spyware programs as being okay to use to spy on your employees as they work from home. Now to Barrie, Ontario, where a company has been charged in relation with a fatal crash that killed six people, all between the ages of 20 and 23, back in August 2022. Michael Talbot from City News reports that Condrain Company 1983 Limited has been charged with six counts of criminal negligence causing death. Anonymous firefighters told City News that there was a large trench at the construction site. The article doesn't say that this trench was where the victims were found, but it does quote Barry Police saying, quote, Barry Police Service will not be providing any additional comments regarding this incident or to the investigative process that led to the release of information contained within this media release. Quite a bunch of writing there, Barry Police. 
This might seem weird. Something as basic as explaining why Condrain has been charged in these deaths seems like basic public information. And the investigation is at least over enough that the charges have been laid. That's until you discover that Condrain is owned by the de Gasparis family, a family that, at least in 2017, according to Canadian Business, was worth $1.6 billion. This is one of Ontario's most powerful families. They're close to Doug Ford, they're big donors to the Conservative Party, and they stand to make a lot of money if the Greenbelt is developed and the ridiculously stupid 413 highway is ever built. Just so you know, I'm from this part of the world. The de Gasparis family is also connected to the Muzo family, which you might remember as the last name of the individual who murdered the three Neville Lake children and their grandfather with his car in 2015. Now to national news. Extraordinarily sad news coming from Star Blanket, Cree Nation. More than 2,000 markers have been found by ground-penetrating radar at the site of the former Labrette Indian Industrial School. The school had gone through several iterations and had several different names. This now begins the work of identifying what each marker is, whether a ground anomaly like a large rock or the remains of a child from the school. During this process, they found a jawbone fragment that belonged to a child aged four to six years old and that is about 125 years old. That places the remains in the same era as the operation of the first school on that site. The search was coordinated by Star Blanket Cree Nation. The next task, as reports Alexander Kwan of CBC Saskatchewan, is to run DNA tests on what they've found. Star Blanket Chief Michael Starr told Kwan that the discovery was hurtful and profound. Labrette opened in 1884 and didn't close until 1998, though in the latter years of the school, it was no longer operated by the federal government. And a reminder that the Indian Residential School Crisis Line is available for support for former students and anyone affected by this news. Emotional and crisis referral services are available by calling 1-866-925-4419. And finally... To South Korea, where police are seeking charges of involuntary manslaughter and negligence against 23 officials, including other police, for public safety failures that led to the massive crowd crush in the Seoul neighborhood of Itaewon in 2022, 159 partygoers that evening were killed. The investigation found that even though officials anticipated 100,000 people there were fewer than 140 police officers assigned to do crowd control, and most were actually told to watch for drug use and violent crime rather than ensure that partygoers were safe in the large crowd. The crowd had rushed down a narrow alley which created a bottleneck. The bottleneck forced people so close together that 10.74 people per square meter found themselves crushed in the narrow alleyway. That's all for your news for this morning. It's Friday, January 13th. It's the weekend tomorrow. I hope you have a good one, and I'll talk to you Monday.